0: Welcome to the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health professional, providing practical wellness and mental health education. If you're new here to this podcast, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so that you are notified every Monday that a new episode is uploaded. To my Rise Tribe, the subscribers who listen weekly, thanks for your support. You can also connect with me on Instagram at RestorativeFamily. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Even if you're not in a romantic relationship, you can celebrate Valentine's Day by showing yourself love. That's exactly what this episode is about today. How to cultivate a relationship with yourself. It is really difficult to fully love someone else without loving yourself first. So we're going to get into it. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com this podcast is brought to you by private practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community want to learn more visit our website at www.privatepractice.com so today is valentine's day and many couples Will be expressing their love for one another through many acts of kindness, you know, flowers and special experiences, and just, you know, a way to show gratitude for the person that they love. You know, I love, love, love Valentine's Day. February, I think, is my favorite month of the year. You know, it's Black History Month. I'm Black. My birthday is in February, and Valentine's Day is in February. So I love, love talking about it I love expressing it so Valentine's Day is right up my alley so you know I want to just express Valentine's Day is not just for couples but if you think about it in terms of gratitude it's an opportunity to demonstrate gratitude for your loved ones and that could be you know friends, that could be your children, that could be your parents, your sisters, your siblings, friends, just an opportunity to show someone that you care that you appreciate them. Every Valentine's Day, I usually get my kids involved, I usually get them something special that reminds them of just how special they are. And it just it helps with their self esteem, it helps promote their love of love. Um, Because I want to raise children who love and are in tune with their emotions and who can express themselves vulnerably when necessary. So, you know, I want to take this moment to be a little transparent with all of you guys. In previous years, I found myself disappointed on Valentine's Day, more times than I would like outwardly express. And I usually find myself trying to make sure that I didn't look unappreciative, you know, to my counterpart. My partner, um, because I am such a lover of love, I would get disappointed if my counterpart wasn't equally as enthusiastic about the holiday as I was. You know, um, sometimes I would get upset if I felt like the gift or whatever the experience was, was lackluster, like, you know, just put together the day before. For many of you guys who've been married for a very long time, it's easy to get into that rut. Oh, Valentine's Day is just another day or just, you know, hurry up, go maybe an hour before you come home from work to get a card or or something like that. So I, w- I would get disappointed. And I know I'm probably not the only one <laughs> because this happens to a lot of people. We get kind of in the rut of the day to day and we don't make our spouses a priority. Um, so I found myself getting disappointed. And, you know, I just wasn't really happy with the effort because I felt like, hey, if, you know, a lot of effort wasn't put in, then that person really didn't appreciate me. You know, my love language. And again, I'm being completely transparent with you all here. My love language is acts of service. So if I don't feel like you've inconvenienced yourself enough. To make me feel appreciative Then you don't love me Nope Mm -mm. You just kind of Just picked up something From the gas station Got me some gas station flowers Yeah it wasn't A lot of effort Put into that So anywho I grew tired of being disappointed You know on my favorite holiday So I decided to get into The driver's seat And start cultivating A relationship with myself Start utilizing Valentine's Day As a means of Enhancing my own relationship with myself, all right, showing gratitude to myself. So I wasn't searching for something external. That way I can still enjoy Valentine's Day. I began to fill my own bucket And boy, was that life changing. Once I made that mental shift to say, okay, I'm no longer just going to be sitting and waiting for someone to do something for me, but I'm going to utilize this and do it for myself. I'm going to make sure that my bucket is filled. So whatever anybody else gives to me, it will be an add on, but it wouldn't be that feeling of void and lack. And when I started to do that, I started to see my confidence grow. My love for myself became just very abundant and it spilled over in every aspect of my life. You know, I began to transform and understand my worth at a whole new level. So that's what I want to encourage you today to do is to make that shift. You know, whether you're single or in a relationship is to start cultivating a relationship within yourself because you're going to attract healthier partnerships into your life. And, you know, if you're already in a relationship, it's going to sustain that relationship and make it even more healthier because you have a better understanding of you, what you like, what you don't like. You can be more assertive. You can communicate more lovingly about just things in general, what makes you thrive and want to show up for others because your bucket is overflowing. All right, so here are 10 tips and strategies that you can use to cultivate a relationship with yourself this Valentine's Day. And don't let us stop with the Valentine's Day. I mean, you could do this throughout the year, but use Valentine's Day as a way of checking in. Hey, am I doing okay with my boundaries? Am I doing okay with this tip? Okay, so here we go. Without further ado, number one, identify what makes you unique and celebrate that you know so often our self-esteem is crushed because we're comparing ourselves to others or we're trying to fit in and we don't quite fit in so embrace the difference embrace the things that make you unique because that means that only you can bring that to a relationship only you can bring that to a friendship only you can bring that to whatever job position that you have so celebrate your uniqueness number two seek To understand yourself. And what I mean by that is do an inventory of your strengths, but also do an inventory of your flaws and work on them. You see, if you are constantly working on the things that you're not strong in. When someone else tries to point out a flaw, you already know what it is and you already know that you're working on it. So it doesn't have that same level of insecurity that it would if you were trying to hide it. If you just were trying to sweep it under the rug, if you were hoping that nobody saw that flaw. But if you're constantly putting effort and working on the things that you're not good at, people cannot have power over you because you already know what your wounds are. You're already addressing the issue. Okay, so... That's number two. Number three is spend some time alone doing something you enjoy that recharges your battery. And for everyone that's different, you know, I might like to relax and sleep. Other people might like more active things like, you know, they may find joy in cooking or they may find joy in running so whatever you do but make sure that you're doing it alone sometimes when we are so used to giving to other people we say things like oh it it makes me feel good to give to other people that might be so and i'm not taking that away because it does feel good to see someone else happy but when you're cultivating a relationship with yourself you're doing exactly that so you need to spend that time alone doing something alone to recharge your bucket because even though it may feel good to give to someone you're still giving and it's subtracting from your bucket it's subtracting from your emotional bank account your physical bank account so when you do something for yourself you're making deposits into that bank account so keep that in mind okay number four is get comfortable saying no to others so that you can say yes to yourself You know, people might call you up last minute and say, Hey, I need you to do this. And rather than, you know, putting the rest or the activities that you had on the back burner to help someone else, say no. Sorry, I can't do that. Um, Sorry, if I had a little more time, I might been able to help you so that you can say yes to yourself. So often we will turn our lives upside down for people who won't even lend a finger when we need help. So in order to avoid that dissatisfaction, just start saying no, so that you can say yes to yourself. Okay, so that you don't have to have that resentment later on, but you're actually making this a part of your lifestyle. Okay, so number five is make it a habit to do something nice for yourself, whether it's buying gifts you know, setting up spa days on a regular schedule. I like bubble baths. I like vacations. I will do these things, you know, for myself. I will buy, like, if I want something, I will buy myself a gift and send it to myself and be surprised. And and like, oh my God, when did this come? (laughs) So I'm a whole vibe over here. But the point is, don't wait for someone else to Get you that gift. Don't keep throwing hints like, I really like this perfume, or look at these shoes. I really like, like, if you like them, buy it, you know, and if you have the means to buy it. If you don't, save up and buy it. Like, say, okay, once I hit this milestone, I'm going to keep putting $10 a week aside for this, or I want to go on this vacation. Plan it ahead and make it happen. Okay. And not only are you going to feel really good while you're on it, but you're going to feel good that you set that intention and met that goal. So it has double whammies of goodness out of that. Okay. So number six is words matter. Affirm yourself both internally and externally. So how you speak to yourself matters on the inside and it matters on the outside. So if you're thinking thoughts, let's say you were not able to figure something out and you constantly tell yourself, like, let's say for me, I don't like putting anything together. Like if it comes with too many, more than three instructions, I don't want to do it. And so if if I sat down there and I tried to do something I knew I wasn't going to do, or I'm saying to myself, oh my God, I hate this. I can't, you know, I can't, can't figure it out. You're so stupid. Why do you even get things with instructions? Then I'm already setting myself up failure. And I'm not going to put as much effort because I'm already talking to myself negatively internally. So on the outside it's like, okay, that that's not going to happen. Now what I mean by worse matter externally, but without even knowing, you can be talking negatively about yourself to other people. So let's say you say something that didn't Matchup. Let's say you weren't very confident about a certain topic and you're conversing with a friend and you say something that just does not make sense and you say to the friend, Oh my God, that was stupid. I don't know why I said something so stupid. That in itself is you calling yourself stupid externally. So that's what I mean by words matter. So if you make a mistake and you're overly critical in yourself, this is a time where you can start to change that dialogue internally and externally. Okay. Number seven is be selective of who you give your energy and resources to, you know, Being compassionate and giving and sharing yourself is a good thing. But there are some people who will take advantage of that. There are some people who will take more than they give to the relationship. So if you have imbalanced relationships, be mindful of that because you you have finite stores of energy. So if this person is not reciprocating your energy, it's just going into this black vortex and you're just kind of just expending energy with nothing in return. So you end up very depleted. So you want to be very selective in who you give your energy and resources to. OK, so if you have someone who's constantly like gossiping and they're drained every time you speak to them, they're drained. Or if you have someone who is just uh, not very sure of themselves, they constantly need reassurance. And, you know, every time you speak to them, you're you're spending most of your time trying to make them feel good about themselves. And by the end of the phone call, you're like exhausted and need a nap. That usually tells you that you might need to be selective of how you're using your energy. Okay. Number eight is be confident enough to ask for help. And the reason I say it that way is because usually our ego gets in the way of us asking for help. You know, we would rather be the helpers. We would rather keep giving, right? And when we give, 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 and don't ask for help, guess what? We're in that imbalanced relationship I just talked about. So In order for you to have the relationships that you want, you have to also allow yourself to be vulnerable. You have to allow yourself to ask for help. Sometimes we always complain. Nobody helps us. Well, have you asked for help? Do you allow people to help? Are you receptive of help when people want to give you help? So. Really being mindful of being confident enough to ask for help. And sometimes our own ego gets in the way of us asking for help because we don't want to look weak. We don't want to look like, you know, we can't do things. So you really have to be securing yourself to ask for help. So that's number eight. Number nine is be courageous enough to walk away from things that do not serve you. So as you're cultivating this relationship with yourself, you're transforming, you're up leveling, you're vibrating higher. And some things you used to tolerate, some boundaries you used to allow to be crossed, you won't be doing that anymore. And so some relationships you might outgrow. So you have to be courageous enough to release those so that you can open up yourself for bigger and better things. Last one, number 10 is be honest enough to hold yourself accountable for your own growth and healing. So, when you are honest with yourself again, take an inventory of your strengths but also your flaws. When you're honest enough to see how you impact this relationship, what did you add to this dispute? What did you add to this breakdown in the relationship? What can you do better? with, you know, once you start doing that type of self-reflecting, it opens you up to continuously grow and continuously moving forward. So holding yourself accountable. All right. So in conclusion, when we are constantly working on ourselves and cultivating relationships with ourselves, it creates a sense of internal balance which attracts more balanced and emotional stable partners into our lives. So in order to have healthy relationships with anyone, we first have to have one with ourselves. And so that's why Valentine's Day is a good reminder that, hey, you know, this is great that we're able to celebrate our love, but also what do I need to work on within me to keep this love going? Or what do I need to work on with me to attract the love that I want? Okay, so happy Valentine's Day to you all. I hope this day is as special as you are. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to uplevel your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.